Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. I don't know where or what time you're listening to this, but thank you for once again tuning in to just hang out and to be with me. Oh wait, did you think that I would forget? Forget that it's cringy intro time because I'm still too lazy to go and buy one. So here we are again. I'm singing really bad into my microphone and it's like mm, 10 o'clock at night. I need to go to bed um, because I procrastinated on editing this episode until the very last second. And um, I know that none of you expect anything less from me. So thank you for that. If you're new here, welcome to Deadlifts and Daddy Issues. As always, I am your host, your CEO, and your birth giver of this podcast. And today, today's a humdinger. Me and Val bounce all over the place like a ping pong ball, and we just go from one topic to the other, and it's the best thing ever. I will say there is a small mention of eating disorders, but it's not something that you really have to like clear out the whole episode for. Just kind of skip through that part when it gets mentioned if that's something that's triggering for you. Um, there is also an audio issue. My mic kicks out about 10 minutes in and so my voice sounds fuzzy. And listen, there's nothing I could do about it. The episode was already recorded and nothing's ever as good as it was the first time. So we just I just stuck with it. I I went with it. We're we're going to keep this episode as it is. Um what else? Oh, if you feel like, oh hey, that jumped into the middle of a conversation randomly, that's because it did because some of the tea was so piping hot that I had to cut it out because not everybody needs to know everything. But let me just tell you that women are a whole hell of a lot smarter than you give them credit for, okay? And uh men should watch their backs. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. Now that all of that tangenting is over, this is a funny episode. It's really just me and Val hanging out, shooting the shit, and she kind of tells us about herself, and we just kind of talk about the struggles that is being a woman um, in the powerlifting world, and we get on like a food thing, and there's a thing about coffee, and uh, there's a thing about, you know, he's a 10 butt um don't hit your deadlifts and don't miss squat depth because let me tell you that takes you like into the negatives uh for on this one so yeah i think that's everything so without further ado everybody miss val and i didn't i may or may not have just spent 50 dollars on crystals on crystals i mean it's fine whatever whatever floats your boat you know absolutely Uh so we're live all of this everything that you say from now on podcast material okay i'm i told you it's whatever i'm a little off the wall sometimes i'm a little nervous now that we started um i (laughs) was nervous all day but as soon as we're like okay we're gonna do it i'm like ooh, spicy (laughs) (laughs) um so we can play the icebreaker game which one do you want to do first val requested that we um play an icebreaker and i also came up with another icebreaker so we're gonna play both of them because like why the fuck not why not i'm literally i'm so excited for both of them we can do the the question the questionnaire one first um and then he's a 10 but i (laughs) i love that trend it's so funny because i'm just like Anything small can take you from a 10 to a 2 for me. Um, oh, literally. 
So I've been single for so long. Like I try not to be picky and I'm not picky about some things, but like some things I'm like, ugh, ugh gross. That gives so. me the ick. <laughs> like literally like gross. So Okay. Um so we'll play the same way that we played in Kentucky. Um you're gonna get your phone out and set a timer for three minutes and then okay. I will start Firing off these questions. I'm pretty sure these are the exact same questions I pulled up. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, let me try to find a different one just so it's, like, not the exact same thing. (laughs) No worries. I'm actually going to... What are you? (laughs) Also, the way you said it's my son's sister, I was like, yes, baby. Taurus all day. Absolutely. I was like, (gasps) yeah. And as soon as you said it, I was like, I love that. I love that so much. And I'm just like, <laughs> what is your um, moon in your, your rising? I'm a cancer moon, which is so funny to me because um, it's so chaotic because I'm like, oh, you know, and I always pick on people who I know who are cancer um, and sun. And um, I'm like, oh my God, you want your fucking blanket? Because they're so <laughs> um, just ugh. Um, a Scorpio rising. Okay, I so, am yeah. a Pisces moon mm-hmm. and a Libra rising. Oh, very cool. Yeah, um, I I love it because I'm like, oh, well, like, Taurus, and I'm like, no, like, there's not two Tauruses that are the same. I was literally with the Taurus for, God, how long? We were, we were together for almost six years, um, and it was like, oh my God, I can't believe you lasted that long. I'm like, me either, honestly. And now I think about it, I'm like, holy shit, I will never date another Taurus. I will never <laughs> date another Aquarius. See, I don't really have a ton of signs. I'm just like, uh, I'll never date. But like another Taurus, I'm like, absolutely not. No, 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 um, that's wrong. I will never, and I didn't mean to say Aquarius. I don't know where Aquarius, yes, I do. I, they keep telling me that there's an Aquarius in my life that needs me. And I'm like, do I Ooh. even know an Aquarius? I know. How spicy. But I'm like, do I even know an Aquarius? So to my listeners, if you're an Aquarius and you're in my personal circle, apparently you need me. Don't know and what for. Yeah. Can you like- let me know? Can you swipe up? <laughs> they've been saying- Tell me what you need. Yeah, because they've been, like, this, like, app that I have has been telling me this for, like, three or four weeks now. Like, don't forget the Aquarius. Uh, like, there's always something about an Aquarius. And I'm like, Aquarius who? Who do I know? That's, like, what, the end of January is Aquarius? Um, Aquarius is, yeah, middle of January to middle of February. Um, used to, Like, I've never gotten along with Aquariuses, but one of my best friends is one. Um, Annette, she just joined. Well... When Jess joined Fortress, my friend Annette joined Nettie. Love her. Um, but she's an Aquarius and she's really fucking cool. So, but I just moved I, along with her. Yeah. So I suck at birthdays. I'm sitting here like, okay, who do I know that has, I don't know. I'll figure it out later. If it's you, if you have an uh, Aquarius, if you're an Aquarius, apparently you need me for something. I'm supposed to bring some kind of insight to your life. So like, can we just get this over with, please? And thank you. Um, right. Like, let's go ahead and figure it out. I will what I was trying to say was I will never date another Gemini I will never Jimmy me and Gemini's don't get along I won't date I won't be friends with I shouldn't say I won't be friends with but like my track record with Gemini's is not good I don't have not one single one that I'm just like oh god um 
except for like dating a Taurus. It's just like, oh God. <laughs> Keep the Taurus to me. Thank you. Literally. So we're going to actually just go with these because I cannot find any better ones. They're all lame. Like, what's your biggest dream? I, mm, that's lame. Um, <laughs> I, I will pass certain ones, not because I don't feel comfortable, but because I, if I think I don't have a good answer, like a cheesy answer, if it's a cheesy question, I'm going to be like, because like, what's your biggest dream? I have not a fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell me when you're ready and we're going to rapid okay. fire these babies off. Let's do this. Hold on. I'm I'm using my phone for Discord, so I don't know if I want to use my phone for the stopwatch. I don't know if I can oh, use both. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, no, hang on. I forgot you're using your phone for Discord, which I'm like glad that it's working because I've only had people use their computers. So 10 out of 10 on that. Okay, wait, I can do my alarm from here. Okay, clock. Okay, alarm. No, not alarm. Stopwatch. No timer. There we go. Zero timer. hours. Three minutes. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Iced only. Don't drink hot. <clears throat> Ever. Uh, what's your idea of relaxing? Relaxing. Um, honestly, laying down either on my couch or my bed with um, some show I've already seen on Netflix playing in the background reading a book. That's so specific. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm here for it. Are you a morning bird or a night owl? I like to sleep, so I don't think I'm either one of those. I don't like to be up late, and I don't like to wake up. <laughs> I just like to sleep. Um, no, I'm the I same way. To, I can be out late um, later than, like, waking up early, unless it's for a meet. If it's powerlifting-related, I can wake up super early. It's ridiculous, honestly. Um, what was the worst gift you were ever given? Honestly, I'm never gifts aren't super important to me so i'm never like let down or upset about any and i can't think of one that i've been like oh that's a terrible gift um just because my love language gifts is at the bottom and so like it never like super matters to me um hashtag daddy daddy issues were there but um i yeah so they don't bother me like or like make me happy or not happy either way so okay okay um are you a forgiver forgetter or both <laughs> so I laugh because I hold a grudge forever. Um, so I can forgive depending on the situation. I will literally never forget ever. Um, that's so. exactly. But you know that's part of being a Taurus. Like we hold grudges forever Absolutely. and all mm -hmm. of eternity. Yeah. So like I said, I can forgive certain things depending on what what it is, but I will never forget. Like. Have told, I have instances where I've forgiven somebody, but I've not forgotten. And they're like, damn, Val, still? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your Netflix comfort show? Oh, great British baking show. <laughs> and, oh, and Bridgerton. Both of those. Val. But like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, That's hilarious. I'm so serious. I watch that on repeat. Um, doesn't matter what season it is. Um, I love that show. Um, Bridgerton, I just watched. I did watch all the seasons. I'm ready for season three. Um, and I like that one as well. But like, yeah, great British baking show. It just sounds... Oh, also Sugar Rush Me. I'm like, I love baking competition shows. It's like my favorite. So... <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's stuck again. I did this to me while... Okay. How do you handle a bad hair day? 
Um, I put it in a ponytail or a bun. My bangs, unfortunately, like I have to do them every day, but like the rest of it, bun, ponytail, something back there. That's time, babe. Oh, wow. That was so quick. I know. Oh, it took my headphones out of my ears. You asshole. Um, I have my beats connected to my computer and it like helps with feedback. Like I don't get as much feedback. I learned that lesson last week. I was recording with Carolyn. Mm -hmm. And so it just helps like the feedback. There's not as much like static and stuff in it. And um, when my timer went off, my beats kicked back to my phone, which I needed to not do. Uh, And the other question, okay, I know you were turning the notes up, but it was a fun question to ask everybody. If you could date an anime character, who would you date? Like an anime. Oh, right. Not anime. I've never watched anime in my life, but um, Prince Eric from The Little Mermaid. I love him so much. Cannot even lie. So that's my, that's my one. And how I started with Liz, everything like that. So I had been powerlifting since 2018. Um, and I had went through, and this is no shade to any male coach and any male that I know, but I was all just with male coaches. And um, I had gotten injured in February 2020, and I was like, all right, I'm done. I backed off of that coach, um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to powerlift anymore. I was getting frustrated. I was crying after lifting, and not because of the injury, but because it, I didn't like it anymore. Um, and so I had just started um, – I just done my written test for my referee for USPA, and then um, – I was doing my practical, so where you sit with another um, ref, and I did it up in Delaware at um, Jess's meet in 2021. Hold on. Me. I got injured in 2020. What year is this? Me. Okay, so I got injured in 2021 that time, and that's when I started, so sorry. Me. Time flies when you're not having fun. Um. So I was doing my, yeah, I was doing my practical, um, last March at that meet with Jess and I had met Liz, um, and I started following her. I'm like, oh my God, she's such, so cool. Obviously we fucking love Liz. She's just a fucking badass. Whole stuff, not only just, just God, she's just a good person. And, um, so it had been like a month, um, and I had not lifted and I was just kind of like doing whatever I wanted. And I messaged her and I was like, Hey, you know, do you have room on your roster? Like, I would love, you know, if you could catch me out. And I explained I have, like, an issue with my piriformis, um, which we are still, we still deal with. Um, and I told her about, like, male coaches and how I just didn't feel like they heard. And, again, like, this is, and I, I know some really good male coaches. I just don't think male coaches are for me. Um, right. No, I agree. So, and, like, like I said, I know, I know lots of great ones, but it just... I'm also not on gear and I don't care if you're on gear. I'm not on gear yet. <laughs> but Girl, listen, um, the way that like my toy keeps flaring up and everything, I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to gear. I fuck this. <laughs> right. I'm so fed up. Literally. And I just like, like guys who are on, when guys who are on gear, I don't think they can understand that like women who are not on gear cannot always just like bounce back. He was like one of my period. They just didn't understand. And like Liz is super understanding. Uh, and so that's how I started with Liz. I started last April, literally like right around my birthday. Um, Happy birthday to you. Right. That, what an awesome birthday gift to myself. Um, <laughs> that's like, <laughs> oh, what did, I, what did I get myself for my birthday that year? Oh, I got myself Liz string. 
literally she's i gave that self and it's a, it's a gift that keeps on giving exactly <laughs> yes um so i've been with her since yeah april of last year and i just did my first meet with her in june i wanted to give myself a long time with her before i jumped into doing a meet with her because i did what so many of us have talked about doing i did four meets in a year and two months my first in my first year of powerlifting i did four meets um definitely don't recommend your body yeah, like some people can do that people who like do powerlifting for money can do that because they you know do whatever and i'm just like damn what was i thinking um, i did well because like i did that meet in december and then went to indy in march and like i was like i'll never do that again i literally thought you were crazy most of, i was like she just competed because like me i'm older um so I'm 32 and I'm looking at all you guys who like did the one in December, then turned around to do the one in January or like y'all have like, I see y'all back to back meet preps and I'm like, oh my God, you guys are crazy. Like one day I realized that like, you wrecked me. Do what? It wrecked me. I will never, excuse me. I will never do that again. Ever for as long as I live. I was so mentally and physically drained by the time that March got here. It's not a wonder I went into a flare up, honestly. Yeah, I was actually watching um, March's meet. So I was lifting at my gym and they had a TV. Um, I love my gym. I'll plug them as much as I can. Palmetto State Barbell in uh, near Greenville, South Carolina. Love them so much. But anyways, they had a TV and I was like, hey, is there a way I can like hook up YouTube streaming so I can watch them a meet? And they were like, yeah. And I was watching and I it was crazy and I loved it and I um I'm super sad because like I'm on the east coast and all you guys are like in the midwest but I'm super stoked for November I know I'm so pumped because I get to mm, finally meet everybody I have an airbnb I just gotta buy my airplane ticket but I'm so nervous because flights keep I keep watching everybody have like horror stories with flights and I'm like I don't need to get stranded in right. Kansas City, but I can't drive there because that would be miserable <laughs> So I yeah well because Kansas City is five hours from work so like Liz is ten and a half hours from where I'm at and I would honestly drive that like ten and a half hours whatever I used to drive to Jacksonville North Carolina every summer so and that's a 16 hour drive so for me I think about like well I work 12s right now so like I just think of like oh it's a work day like I could just instead of going to work go to Liz's um but so from where I'm at to Kansas City is five hours and then to add another like, however, it would be 15 hours to drive like, ew. Yeah, for me, it's, um, I think if I drove, it'd be like 12 or 13 hours, which I mean, from South Carolina, I drive up to the Bear Cave. Like I've done it pretty often. Um, even when, when I lived in Fayetteville, North Carolina, I drove up there pretty often. And I was just like, Literally six, anywhere between six to eight hours in the car. I don't care. I can literally do that. But like, it's when it gets to like double digits, I'm just like, ooh. Um, and you would think like, I'm just kind of hopping a little bit, but like I live two hours away from Liz and you would think I would be able to live with her more. And I literally cannot because work and like, she's always so busy and like, you know, she has her, all of her stuff going on. And I'm just like, cause when I'm like, Hey, like, are you available? She's like, no, I'm not going to be in town this weekend. I'm like, okay. Um, but um I love having her so close because I like there was a I went to I've been to her house three or four times lifting and it's just awesome and you know it's just it's great. Whenever she told me that she was moving to Colombia and I was like I'm so happy. Um so That's but yeah so, like, <laughs> so yeah I did that meet in June with her, me and my friend Annette. We um 
competed together. That was one of the biggest things that we wanted. And when I got, so my piriformis flared up like eight weeks out and I couldn't deadlift 154 pounds. Mm. I was devastated. Um, and I was like, I was crying voice messaging Liz. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm like I'm going right now to get dry needled. I'm like, I couldn't deadlift. I have no idea what's going on. Um, so we took a whole week off and like in meat prep, I'm like, Holy fucking shit. What the hell? Um, and me, I forget that I can cut. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't need to cuss. I'm like, no, I can cuss. It's okay. Um, so we took a week off and she was like, just, you know, adjust your expectations to what you can pull on the platform. And I was like, okay. Um, and then, cause like ugh, a couple weeks before that I was at her house and I was supposed to deadlift and that week at work was crazy. Um, parenting that week, like just like life outside of lifting was just so chaotic that I was trying to pull something in her garage and um, Ashley was there and Ashley is, I couldn't pull it. I started crying and Liz, you know, we had a, a nice heart to heart and she was like, you know, Liz had a li- you know, she did what Liz does besides like programming right. and coaching. She is always there for you. Like you need to have these conversations. Um, so I just had my expectations. Really, the only expectation I had was I really, really, really wanted 303 for squats and I got it. And um, I've never went, I don't think, nine for nine out of me. And it was super cool. Um, I got two state records. Um, so I'm taking probably, uh, I, I probably won't compete again until like February. Um, yeah. But I just have so many meets I've committed to as a ref. I have at least one a month for the rest of the year. And in December, I'm actually co-directing a meet in South Carolina with the state chair. So super excited about that. But it's just chaotic. And I'm like, I can't meet prep in the holidays. I just can't. Like Some people can, and I just can't. So anyways. I don't know why I'm doing it to myself again. I, I wanted to say, I, the thing is, is like, I was just like, okay, I'm, I want to compete built strong. I want to compete built strong. I want to compete built strong. And it's always in November, December area. And I, I know that I know that. And I signed up, like, I just got this hair. I was like, okay, I'm signing up for it. Like, fuck it. Signed up for it. And now I'm like, God dang it. I did it to myself again. Cause last year I competed only the strong and the year before that, I'm pretty sure I competed in a meet during December. It's like every single time I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Third time's the charm. That seems to be a fucking thing with me. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it, it'll work out, but like taking time now you're taking so, many, so much time between your meets is way better. Yeah. I um, told myself that I'm only going to compete once a year. I think once, maybe twice, depending, you know, if you do like one in March and then one in November, that's still so much time. Um, Whereas like my first year I did October, 2018, and then I did June, 2019, and then I did September, 2019, and then I did November, 2019. And it was wild time. And I I would never recommend that ever again. Um, (laughs) But yeah. So anyways, that's that. Um... So, yeah, I mean, honestly, the fortress, um, I love it. I love the discord. I don't get on there as much. Obviously, I have no idea what I'm doing with technology. I shouldn't be allowed to to do anything. Um, But I love it. I love like we get to connect like Instagram, discord. There's just so much. Um, And, you know, when um, Jess was at like, you know, added as a, a second coach and it was just or partner or however they're wording it. Um, it's just great, honestly. And it, ma- it just makes sense, too. Um, 
it just makes sense. So I couldn't, have, I couldn't have thought of anybody better for that position than Jess. N- literally, um, I will um, never forget the first time I met Jess um, and Travis in person was a meet in 2020. Um, it was I was working the door up in Norfolk and um, I was working the door and Travis's booth was right next to me. And we were like just chatting and Travis is just so wholesome. He's such a funny fucking guy. Um, and he was like, we somehow he told me their age difference was what whatever. And he was like, Oh yeah. He was like, Jess, she's aging like fine wine. And it was just so funny. Um, but I met her. Um, she was I think competing. They're 10 years apart. Yep. Yeah, because Travis is like my age and then Jess is, you know, 40, 41. I don't know. Doesn't 40 look like fun. it. 45, literally. Fun. 40 fucking sexy both of them her and Liz like what the hell like I tell Liz that all the time like which I mean we look alike so I have really high hopes um <laughs> but I'll always be like I just want to be like Liz when I grow up and she's like bitch you aren't what are you talking about and I'm like yeah but like when I'm 40 I want to look like you so um you're stuck with me for another 25 years I uh, literally I'm like I hope when I'm 40 that like I'm gonna be able to get Botox for me my bangs keep me young so many people tell me that they're like oh my god you're in your 30s I'm like yes but I really like you like 25 26 and I'm like I wish that's so kind of you um but I think it's just my bangs it keeps me young and I talked about this on last week's episode I'm gonna talk about it again my forehead wrinkles are fucking ridiculous at 25 and it pisses me off oh my god I need to stop getting tattoos and take my tattoo money and put it into getting Botox in my forehead because I have three Nile rivers running through my forehead because my generation was the generation that started selfies. I mean, no, I took selfies for MySpace. <laughs> my oh, yeah, God. no, I was talking about my cell phones. Oh, yeah. I was taking them on cameras and having to upload them. <laughs> I still did that. I was only like 12 years old, but I was still doing that. Because everybody's like, oh, you don't remember MySpace. I'm like, yes, I do. I had a MySpace that I hid from my parents. Sorry, mom and dad. But I could, okay. only, I could only get on it at my friend's house because my parents checked the internet search history like on our yeah. desktop that had dial-up internet. That's so funny. And so I could only get on MySpace when I was at Haley's house. But I had one. And I hid it from my parents. And I was always like, oh, my gosh, what if they find it? But I did. And I had... We had a lime green, me and Haley, I had this lime green digital camera and I would take pic, we would take pictures on it. We would have quote unquote photo shoots and yeah. we would take pictures and like she had, which I'm pretty sure her parents still live out there, but they lived on this like big plot and there was like a field and like a tree line and we would take all these pictures and like these God awful homecoming dresses and post them for the whole internet to see it's the cringiest thing in the entire. That's so funny. I have one. I still have one of my most cringe, like MySpace pictures. It's oh god. I was like sixteen. I also was doing like the super straight bang with like the curly, crimpy gel hair. Yes. Um, yeah. That. And then I I had highlights, but the highlights were like spider cap highlights. You know, I'm talking about the spider cap. Yes. God, awful. Um. And they were frost. They were so frosted. But so, I mean, God, what a time. That was a, a terrible time. And, like, um, you know, the plaid, like, Bermuda shorts and the, the polos. Like, I was super preppy growing up, sort of. I don't really know where I would fell in, to, fell in, like, to the groups. I got along with everybody pretty much just because I was just, you know, I don't know. I get along with diff- t- 
tons of different people. I don't like fit into like a super like niche set of um, people. Um, and I've been that way since high school, but I, the way I dress was like more along the prep. Like I was Sperry's and I wore like, yeah, I, I haven't owned a pair of Sperry's since like college and I will never own another pair. Unless I get a pair of duck boots. Cause I like those, but I see someone with Sperry's on a day and I was like, I think it's actually a guy, but I looked down and I was like picking up something at the grocery store. But I looked down and I was like, Oh, oh honey, you're in Sperry's right now. These are still- still exist yeah and it's always guys that i see wearing them they're like holding yes. on to that boat life it's it's the whole boat thing for them i swear they're like i'm gonna gonna go in my boat this weekend um dudes are weird i fucking hit or miss man there's like one percent of dudes out there that are like genuinely like okay cool and they're most times like already taken and they're just like dana being bros which is cool like i'm super broy. um but like 99% of men are just garbage. <laughs> just garbage. And powerlifting men. <laughs> they're at the I bottom. Think- like, or no, hang on. Let me phrase that. They are at the top of the garbage list. Literally. And honestly, I think this is a great way to start the next icebreaker because powerlifting. Yes, I forgot about it. <laughs> powerlifting men. They're, they are some of either the coolest or the most whiniest bitches i've ever um i've ever come across and like i shouldn't like powerless i have met um you know since i've gotten into fortress i have met some really uh, travis rogers for example i haven't got to meet travis rogers but him and jess i have followed them for years i think they're wonderful people i everything that their heart is after everything they do but Mm -hmm. then there are there are some that i'm like like ick is isn't even the word I'm literally like, oh. even the word and it's even crazier when they're like bigger name um and i say i say quote bigger name quote like finger quote like bigger name people in powerlifting and i just know certain things about them and i'm like you're fucking awful you're yep. an awful person um <laughs> i don't know right like or I'll see somebody share something. I'm like, oh my god! They're like, oh man, look what they'll like repost something, and I'm like, he's shitty. Like because you can lift so much weight, and that's so fucking cool. But if you're fucking garbage, I won't know what you lifted because I just can only remember how fucking shitty of a person you are. Exactly, and I cannot tell you how many times like that, like these big name, like you said, quote unquote, big name powerlifting men will be like, well, I'm so and so. I'm like, okay, that's super and- cool. You treat people like shit and your personality is garbage. So congratulations for you. Like, I don't, I couldn't tell you anything that you lived because all I know is that you're a garbage human being. So like coming from like, you know, I did, so I don't know how familiar you are with USPA refing, but I did the expedited program to become national. So like I've, you know, I've met a couple of different people from all over, um, and as a ref and looking at like people who compete and I'm just like, like it matters how you talk to your refs. It matters Absolutely. how you treat your spotters and loaders. It ma- those things matter because like, and honestly, like we're all human. We all make mistakes. And like, I'm not saying that there's not any one ref or spotter or loader or meat director. That's perfect. There's not one. Right. There's a lot of great ones, but none of them are perfect. Right. Um, but it matters as like, you know, you guys at athletes, like they just, you know, lifters, whatever. 
um, they just end up getting, you know, they're like locally good, you know, um, or, or they're locally mid. And um, I could get on the soapbox and talking about how important it is to give back to the sport. And I talk about this with so many different people because no, it's I so important. 100%. Because like the, you know, um, I'm doing a two day meet actually in um, a week. It's a week from today, next weekend. I'm doing a two day meet in South Carolina and we still need spotters and loaders. And it's crazy because we're right close to Charlotte and there's so many people who lift um, in this area, North and South Carolina, and like they want their meets to be staffed and everybody wants to be, their meets to be staffed, but they don't want to help staff meets. And it's so right. crazy to me. And they're like, well, why should I do that? And I literally was in a group chat and I was just like, I was like, I want to be like, you're mid, you're locally mid, you're not even yep. like top tier elite. And I know some elite people who still spot and load, who still like, you're not special because you can deadlift 500 pounds. You're not special because you can deadlift 600 squat 600. Like you're not that that doesn't make you special. That's right. awesome. That's like, super cool of you. But like, you're all like, you know, there's me too. Like, and it's just crazy. And it's just crazy to me that people who are, again, mid, I'm like, I'm, I'm not an elite lifter. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm getting better and I'm getting stronger, but um, I'm not like, you know, I'm not out here. I'm not pulling what Liz is pulling. I'm not doing any of those things. And, you know, um, j just using Liz as an example, I know a lot of stronger women. I literally could name off a ton, some in the fortress, some not in the fortress. There's a ton of stronger people than me. But I just think it's crazy that like, and it's, it's mostly guys, mid yeah. level guys who like I, I, I what do i need to spot and load because bro like when you're competing you want people to spot and load for you right or do you want a three-man exactly. team or do you want a three-man team spotting you when you're squatting 600 which you couldn't do that like this is really against the rules but i'm just like, right. an example an extreme but um yeah so he's a 10 but he doesn't want to get back to powerlifting he's a fucking negative too i literally negative 10 <laughs> don't even uh-uh no absolutely but he thinks he's something special because of his total. He's a two. <laughs> he's a one. Like he's, he, a one. He, he's a ten, but he doesn't hit depth. He's a negative five. Negative <laughs> five. Don't I squat six hundred pounds? Oh yeah, where's your depth at, babe? You gonna talk Let about that? It. Like, and if I can see it from the front, if I can see it from the front, I'm like, bro, please stop. Thing, I'm not a ref. I I don't. I mean, like, I know what parallel is, and I, I understand what depth is, like, all of that. I'm not a ref, but I, I damn, I have, let me just say this, knock on wood. I have never, ever, ever missed a squat for depth, ever. Don't come at me about what your squat is if you're not hitting depth. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. yeah. I automatically don't give a shit. Like, it, it's an automatic reaction. And I'm going to say this, and I'll put this out there as a disclaimer. And Liz thinks it's funny. But um, so I watch when, when she reshares people's squats in the fortress. I'm watching. I watch so many of you guys' squats. And um, I'm just looking. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, you could go a little deeper. Because, like, it, you know, it's so, um, and I'm not, like, and I do this not just for anybody in the fortress. I watch everybody's squats. I yeah. watch everybody's lips. It's just a habit. I'm like, mm, no. Um, and it's funny because uh, Liz was talking about Built Strong and she was like, Val doesn't give out gifts. And I don't. There is not one gift that I, I don't. I'm like, oh, well, he was so close. I'm going to give it to him. No, 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 no. It read like, um, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah, he's a 10. 
Okay. He's a 10, but he hitches his deadlift. Zero. Nope. (laughs) Bench is really hard to, you know, be like, it's not like squat or deadlift where like, oh, I can do so much weight and then you hitch it up or because like bench is so kind of like, it's kind of cut and dry, really. Like you either get it off your chest or you don't. Um, But the thing with benching and it's so weird to me i see so many people talk uh, like i don't sink and i've never really like sank in my bench um and you know liz liz like does not she doesn't she didn't like that which it makes sense because like you lose so much tension but it's so weird because coming you know coming from a ref you're you're sinking and you're still so it's not motionless so i'm not calling a press command until you're motionless so you're gonna keep sinking and you're going to be like, man, what? Did-? And then you're finally done. And then I say press. And then you sink some more. And then you go. That's automatically a red. So, like, you know, so for benching, it's not as cut and dry as, like, squats or, or deads. But, like, it's just, it's wild to me. Um, Bench is also one of those things, too, that you can't really, like, muscle fuck. <laughs> no. Like, like, <laughs> like, your deadlift form, like, but and, like, the thing with Liz is, like, all of our, like, even when you're just in the gym, like, everything is competition quality. Like, you're always lifting with quality. But, you know, there's times, Liz, don't don't yell at me. There's times where you can get your form a little funky. Like, your form is a little funky, but you can muscle fuck the weight up. And yeah. you're still safe. You can't do that with bench. Like, it's either going to go up or it's not. Seriously. Like, so that's, just that's do my... it right. Just do it right. You hear that? That's that just needs to be Liz's advice in all of the columns in the work in the like the programs. Just like just do it right. That's just it. Do it right. Just, just do it. No other. No other commentary. Just do it right. All on her WhatsApp, like when she goes to like correct programs, just do it right. Just do just it right. I That's I, so funny. It drives me nuts to see people like trying to find all these shortcuts and like. Or people, honestly, I love the Instagram refs who aren't even actually refs, but they think that they are. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I'm trying to tell you what to do. And I'm like, okay, first off, if you're not my coach, don't talk to me about what my form looks like. Um, don't talk. Someone tried to tell me um, a couple weeks ago that my legs were too wide on my deadlift. And I literally looked at them and I said, unless your name is Liz Strain, don't talk to me about what I should fix. If Liz that my legs are too wide then she'll tell me that we fixed that on my squat i was squatting way too wide and we kept bringing it in bringing it in and bringing it in and guess what now it's fine don't tell me that something like okay i'm gonna step off that soapbox before i get on it um he's a 10 but he constantly tries to correct me when there's nothing he's a fucking negative four (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he's a 10 but he no okay he's an eight but he benches with a flat back. Ew. I mean, I guess not terrible. He's a four. <laughs> terrible. Actually, he's only a four. <laughs> That's not terrible. But, I mean, some people, you know, dudes, some dudes can't get into the arch. Which is fine, right. you know. They're not, they don't always arch their backs. <laughs> like, you know, women tend to arch their backs a little bit more. <laughs> For good reason too, right? If, if you got a good, if you're arching your back, it's either for bench or it's for you know, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, from the back, and like all of that is a good reason. So, you know, I have to say, like, I perks. Okay, perks to dating a powerlifting woman is like, you know, she's got a good arch. 
take that as you will, but you know she can arch her back. Exactly. Like, at least you know that. Like, you know, she's not going to be a stiff board straight across. Like, ooh, we don't like we don't like that. I mean, there's all kinds of pros to dating powerlifting women or being married to powerlifting women. Or, um, mm-hmm. But that that's that's a big one. We got that's- an arch. Babe. We got an arch. Literally. Um, he's a 10, but <laughs> this is mean because some people can't help it. But he's a 10, but he doesn't have any calves. Oh, that's a tough one. Because <laughs> one of a really good friend of mine, like, cannot grow his calves. I'm so sorry if you're listening. He's like, I don't know. If he's a 10, he's probably like an 8. Like, I don't feel like it's that big of a deal. But, like, also train your calves harder. <laughs> Like hit 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 him something, and it's so fun. That was just funny to me because they and Ryan's like, "Oh, I make calves," and I'm like, mm, "It's okay," but they just cannot be smaller than your like. You need to be for me. You got to be a little proportionate. Like, you, right? You, you cannot be very SpongeBob. Like that's weird. <laughs> like, please, please do not have the littlest legs, and then you're super bulky up top because, like, that's cool. And maybe for like bodybuilding, that's like, I don't really, I don't know. And it's so funny to me because my associate, like at work, they don't really understand powerlifting. They're like, oh, like, so you bodybuild because that's the only thing that people hear about. I'm like, no, I'm definitely not a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm, nothing about me is a bodybuilder. <laughs> Literally, like this ass, th- this ass is not bodybuilding ass. So um, this is she squats heavy and eats tacos ass. Okay. Okay, literally, I'm actually uh, trying to get back into macro counting, but it's really hard for me for macros and just tracking just to kind of pop off that for a little. Um, because I do have disordered eating pa- uh, background. And, you know, everybody does so well with Liz and I would love I have tried no more than like three or four times to have somebody with my nutrition. And I can never stick it. And it- no, I'm the same way. And I, I wish because like I know so like Abby um, is one of them, and I, I know like uh, Kim and so many other people like do so great with her nutrition. And for me, it's it, I get I start to get very like crazy about like hitting certain numbers. And I'm really just tra- I just I track my ma- I just started tracking my macros again, um, just because I'm trying to you know ensure my protein intake is where it needs to be. That's really all I care about. Not that I don't care about other ones, but um, I noticed like the last month or so, probably since my meat, I haven't been really eating enough protein. Um, so, but it's so hard. And like powerlifting gave me so much with my disordered eating. But for like the first two and a half years, it I was still, and it's crazy to me because I was like, oh, well, like, you were so small. I'm like, I was taking an appetite suppressant, um, literally until 2020. So, doctor tried to put me on one, um, because I, so like I went on antidepressants. This was like very. I mean, I wasn't even 18 yet. I want to say it was like 16 or 17, and mm-hmm. they put me on the antidepressant on top of a mood stable. Like they couldn't. They just. Ugh, that's a whole thing. I'm not even gonna get on that soapbox. It's a whole episode for a whole different time. But long story short, they put me on this combination of medicine that I didn't react well to. And I did swell up and I did gain about 15 pounds. And it was very quickly. And so instead of switching the medication that they had put me on, oh, we're just going to add an appetite suppressant to it. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. and um, Because I really thought I had it under control until I realized that I still didn't have it under control because I was taking an appetite suppressant. Um, 
up through 2020. I think um, summer of 2020, I stopped taking it finally. Um, and I, I mean, I, I win more battles than I lose um, since 2020. But it's still something that I have to be very mindful of, um, you know, and make sure I'm not like punishing myself for, you know, I went out to dinner, um, you know, with my friend, we celebrated her two years being sober and we went out to this really cool restaurant and I like, you know, had an appetizer and I ate and then we went and got like ice cream and I was like, oh my God. And the next day I was like, you're going to still eat breakfast. You're still going to eat, like, you're not going to not eat. And it's, uh, it's a battle that I have to put myself through pretty often, not pretty often, but sometimes it, you know, it's not as like, oh, wake up and eat. It's like, okay, you have to eat. Like, don't, you know, be mad at yourself because you decided to, you know, have a bowl of popcorn, whatever, like insert whatever, even though popcorn's really not that much in calories. Um, right. I love popcorn. Actually, I like, popcorn, like oh, man, I love it so much. But, um, and I know like you and I have talked about this a little bit and I don't think my mom will ever listen to this. Um, and I, I don't like, she knows that we don't agree on um, some of the things about eating. And I was just there um, for a couple of days when I was doing my boudoir. Um, I was staying with my mom and uh, she, we were just talking. She's like, yeah, I eat 50 grams of carbs a day. And I was like, <laughs> And I had, I was like, oh, and she was just telling me all these recipes that she does. And I was like, oh, that's awesome, mom. Like, you feel good? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, awesome. Because I can't entertain that conversation at all. And um, I messaged Liz, uh, we have a group chat, and I had messaged her about it because I was just like, I just need to, like, you know, I had to get it off my chest. I'm like, I just can't. And, you know, we talked about it. Um, and that generation is very much like South Beach guy at Atkinside, which I was both, I was on both of those when I was like 10 or 11. Like, that's crazy. That's literally yeah. crazy. Um, that's when it, that that's kind of when it started. Um, and then you know, my father. I, I don't call him my dad. I, don't, I haven't spoken to him since I was pregnant. So, and my daughter's nine. So, my father, when I was younger, he also like. So, I want. I love Sky. I love my daughter. I want her to want to lift, and she does. She loves lifting. She thinks it's fun, and I want her to think of lifting as fun and like you know not how I was introduced to lift to the gym like my father was like you're fat you're overweight you were getting you a personal trainer um so that was when I was 13 um and so like Skylar she she has like my body type her dad's body type when we were that age kind of just like you know she's she's a thicker girl it is what it is um and you know, I want her. She loves. She loves deadlifts. She hates bench. It's so funny. She does not like benching. She's like she's so nervous about like dropping the weights and um. But, in my own heart, <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, we should do a deadlift only competition. And then she's still not sure about competing because like going on platform. She's like everybody's gonna be looking at me, and I'm like, okay, like that. I just want you to, you know. She's like, no. I'll. So she's gonna be um lifting weights with a coach one-on-one or like one-on-two or something like that um this year and I don't even know how I got on the topic about disordered eating but um it was just as a parent um I want to do the best by her that like and I I I love my mom and I I do not love my father (laughs) hashtag daddy issues um (laughs) and so I just like always want to make sure that I'm doing the best by her and me and her dad, like we co-parent really well, thank God. Um, 
And, you know, it's just, it's crazy to me because, like I said, I thought I had it under control. And I was like, oh, powerlifting is giving me so much to me. And um, I was cutting out first. It's so funny. I'm in the 100 kilo class, right? Thank God USPA added that. I'm really happy about that. But um, when I first started powerlifting, I was in the 181. 181. (laughs) And I had to cut weight both times I did 181. For my first competition, I cut weight. And it was I was literally miserable. I was in a sweatsuit driving in North Carolina in like October. So it was still pretty warm. And I had my heat on. I made weight. I barely, and it, it was miserable. Um, and then I went up to the 90 kilo class. So 198 and below, and I was fine both times. I didn't have to cut, but I was still taking appetite suppressant. And I was like, okay, like, so then when I finally, 2020 was a crazy year, you know, gyms were shut down and blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, so I finally stopped taking the appetite suppressant and like, I float, honestly and i don't really care i float like in 200 and in between 200 to 215 and it just depends on like am i tracking am i eating whatever um but anyways that was a long tangent and i'm sorry you can totally cut that out of this no whole podcast. absolutely I not like, no i don't remember why i got on that tangent about disordered eating which i talk about with people and i i feel comfortable talking about it like nothing ever like triggers me to be like to like talking about it never triggers me um they're, um, you know, like I said, I win more battles than I lose, which is all that's really important to me is that I'm doing better than I was. And I know what I need to do to or what I need not to do to like not trigger like a binging and then right. the next day starving the next day binging. Like, um, you she's know, she's a 10, but she loses her train of thought all the you know, time. She's, she's still a 12, man. She's still a 12. It's totally fine. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, like for me, it's about like eating became like a, and disordered eating, like it became more of like a control thing. So when like giving, giving up, like, I would say like, you know, your nutrition, like I would never, they they control your eating, but, and also for me, it's more of like, I'm a people pleaser and that comes from my childhood. And I, I even talked to Liz about this when I had my breakdown at her house about my lifts if I don't stick to nutrition and I don't stick to the macros and whatever, I feel like I'm disappointing that person. And right. then, then that spirals me to binging. So like, cause I've, I've already had it. I've done this like three or four times. And like, I'm like, I can't do that with Liz. I'm like, I just got to the point that I know Liz would not be disappointed in me if I don't hit a lift or if I don't hit this specific right. number, because like I, so I get adjusted. I'm supposed to be twice a week. I'm so slowly getting back to getting adjusted twice a week with my chiropractor. This is going to get off topic, but I haven't gotten adjusted in over a week because he's on vacation. I'm getting adjusted on Wednesday and I literally can't wait because my SI joint and my back are just really fucked. So squats this other day, like I talked to you about a little bit, my range, I was 20 pounds under my range in all of my lifts. And I had two different squat variations in my deadlift that I had after squats. I was supposed, I was 20 pounds under and, but my RPE was right my body was just like, you know what? We can't do it. We we can't do that weight range. I tried it and it was a fucking 10 or 11. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, um, I, I used me a year ago when I first started with Liz, I would have forced myself and I would, it had been a 10. It would have been ugly. I probably would have gotten hurt. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I say all of this to no, say that I know Liz is, Liz is more proud of an athlete who will self adjust and self-regulate to the RPE than to the weight. 
if that yep. makes sense. So, 100%. But I know that now, but still with my eating, I can't, I can't do it. And I wish I could because I know she's a fucking rock star. And I'm just like, you know what, Liz? I'm trying my best over here. I'm like, I'm hitting like 180 to 200 grams of protein. I'm, dr- I'm drinking so many protein drinks. I don't even care. <laughs> Premier is my favorite. And like everybody Same. loves like Fairlife. And I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't like, love Fairlife. Um, but I do love Premier. And I'll drink like three, three a day. I have like Greek yogurt, whatever. Um, I hate yogurt. Ugh. That's so funny. I, I like Greek yogurt, but like some of them, I don't. You know, I'm just weird. I have a weird texture thing. Like, I, I cannot eat mashed potatoes. They're so disgusting to me. I God. have never met anybody else outside <laughs> of my best friend, Amber, who, one of my best friends, who also, she calls them wet potatoes. They're so gross to me. She and I hates them. God, they're disgusting. I love, um, okay, so this time last year, we were um, at this baseball tournament three hours from home and while we were traveling there like I could feel myself getting sick like with like a stomach bug and Mm -hmm. so we get there and I can't eat anything this it would be literally exactly 20 minutes after I'd eat it and I was running to the bathroom like I was so sick and I was dropping weight like crazy because I couldn't eat anything and ended up being like deathly ill three hours from home in this hotel like horrible and the only thing I could kind of tolerate was mashed potatoes and macaroni and cheese no mashed mashed potatoes oh my god um i could go on it's so funny because people are like oh like you want to try this and i'm like oh what's the texture like because like i'm not trying to be rude i will literally gag it up into a napkin um i was at an easter event my neighbor at the time was like oh my god come over for easter like you must gotta come over i'm like okay and she's like, oh, you have to try my deviled eggs. I'm like, uh, no, like that, like the, the yellow, like the, uh, no, I don't think I'll like it. And she was like, no, no, you have to try it. I'm like, I'm telling you, I will probably, she's like, try it. Took a bite. I literally let right into a napkin. And I'm like, I don't think people understand. Um, and it's even crazy. Cause like meal prep, certain meal preps, everybody's like, oh my God, ground turkey or ground beef and rice. And I'm like, I can't, I wish I could. There's people who like vacuum that shit up. And I'm like. I tried it like three different times and I gag at, I gag it like halfway through. Um, or it's and like, that's why meal prep is so frustrating to me. Like I'll cook something the first day I'll eat it and it'll be fine. The second day I'm like, and I can't eat it. And I don't know why. And like texture for me, it's, it's so frustrating. And it, people think it's hilarious. I'm like, I just started eating bananas four years ago, five years ago. Still can't eat bananas. So for me, they have to be just, just stop being green. Like as soon as they start getting like yellow brown, I'm like, nope, I can't. And like, I'll try. And I will literally, it's soft bananas are so gross to me. And I'm just. No, I'm gagging at the thought of bananas. Pickles. Pickles fuck me up. Really? No. The smell, the texture, the sound. Oh my gosh. Okay. First off, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Um. But, like, I have a sensory issue, and there's sometimes I'm like, is it ADHD, or am I actually a little bit on the spectrum? Um, but I have this I thing bad. where, like, I cannot, it will absolutely shut my appetite down if someone chews with their mouth open. And people oh. kind of laugh at me, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. Like, I will literally have to get up and leave the table if someone, and I know it sounds dramatic, but, like, that sound makes me want to vomit. He's a ten, but he chewed with his mouth open. 
negative 20 don't talk to me don't look at me don't breathe in my direction i'm blocking you on instagram absolutely not oh my god absolutely not first off you're a grown-ass adult if you chew with your mouth open you need to go back to kindergarten secondly like i can't but pickles the sound of someone biting into a pickle it's literally making me gag this smell of pickles like i cannot do it can not do it certain pickles for me make me want to bleh like there's some pickles that are like okay but like i think it's the bread and butter ones their taste is so gross i'm like that's disgusting i don't i don't want that like i actually have a lump in the back of my throat i hate pickles with every fiber of my being i all of a sudden can't stand eggs so i can't meal prep eggs so like some people like you know cook eggs for the week and that's wild to me it's crazy i'm like you do what and yeah, I'm like, no. I can't. Um, I one time I did like those like egg muffins where you like mix egg with like sausage and cheese and you bake them and you like um and you have like two or three for breakfast along with whatever yeah. else. I tried that and after three days I couldn't eat them anymore. Um, I can't. I don't if, unless it is in. I'm not kidding. Unless it's in a breakfast burrito that also has hash browns in that breakfast burrito, I cannot eat eggs. Can't oh, do it. See, hash browns i'm so weird about like they need to be crispy they have to be crispy like they're so and it's crazy because like there's a good gag you know what i'm saying and there's bad gag and i fucking hate bad gagging no it's for sure bad gags we are not talking about the good gags right now all of these are bad <laughs> gags bad gags and i'm just like um hash browns like every time i go waffle home we don't talk we don't call a waffle house around here it's waffle home i'm like i'm like okay oh, hash brown i'm like crispy they're like you want crispy i'm like yo i want some crispy because like that there's just weird like like tater tots people like tater tots and i'm like eh, i don't like tater tots the inside of the tater tot makes me want to throw up uh i don't oh, like no, it see that's the perfect like okay burger king those little like hash brown like little circles those i'm a slut for those those are good but see dunkin dunkin donuts version of those are not good see i don't have a dunkin donuts around here holy shit (laughs) oh my god are you okay no no, they're the closest starbucks is like 35 minutes away holy shit oh my god i'm about to go to starbucks like after we end i'm going to starbucks because i have a i have to finish my work shift and i'm like i'm going it's literally like five minutes away i actually have two that are within five minutes and i have a duncan that's like seven minutes no um we you can either get coffee at the gas station you or mcdonald's that's it that's Honestly? oh no i take it back there is they just opened so it used to be a jiffy lube where you could like pull in and get your oil changed real quick right right, right. Um, yeah, so it used to be one of those and they remodeled it to be a drive through coffee shop Oh, what's this called? Is it Seven Brew? No, it's oh. uh, family owned. It's they call it Six Ten, and like oh. then it says coffee in a jiffy because they redid like that's their motto because they redid um, the jiffy lube. I could never. <laughs> I literally could never. Like we talked about earlier, are you a morning person or a night person? I'm like I like to sleep, and when I don't have enough sleep, I drink caffeine. Like my water intake, Lord Liz, don't listen. It's it's so fucking awful. And people, my mom, she, bless her, bless her heart. She's like, well, you know, too much caffeine. She sent me a link to an article about like energy drinks linking to like heart problems. I'm like, well, at least I'll go out caffeinated because your girl, I can, 
I end up like I'll realize if I'm having like a coffee and like two or three energy drinks, I'll like okay, Val, you need to taper it down. And like for like two weeks, I'll just have one energy drink so I don't get like a a, a headache. Right. Um. But every and like I and I people think I drink a lot of caffeine, and I like I do to a normal person, but like compared to some other people or like how I used to drink it, it's it's like I have a coffee and an energy drink or two energy drinks. I'm like I don't think that's a lot. It used to be like no more. So like, I am though. Yeah. Take your wins, okay? So, also, Liz, don't listen to this. Um, my coffee addiction right now is the Monster Energy Drink, Loca Mocha, like iced coffees. Mm-hmm. And yep, I, I am so addicted to those right now. It's not even funny. And sorry, Mama Liz, those aren't good things to be addicted to. I know, but it is like my what do they call that? Um, Eatness, guilty pleasure. Yeah, guilty pleasure. That's what I was thinking of. I fucking every morning, I'm like, I gotta have one. I drive to the gas station every morning and get one. So, um, but then if it's so like, like yesterday, I woke up and had one of those. And then I had one of those ghost energy drinks. I'm a slut for the red ghost energy drinks. And I had one of those on the way to the gym. And I'm like, on top of also, God, I don't know. All my dirty secrets are out in the air right now. I drink diet soda all day long. Really? I don't drink soda. I hate water. (laughs) It's it's funny. Like, I do all this kind of thing. I'm like, I don't drink. I really don't drink soda. I'll drink it sometimes, like, Chinese food. If I, like, indulge in Chinese food, I have to drink a soda with that um, to kind of cut the, like, grease. You know what I'm saying? Like, the. Yeah. But um, I don't drink that much soda. And it's because I had. I'd gotten kidney stones when I was like 19. Um, and the doctor was like, well, it's probably from drinking soda. And I had, was in such pain that I never drank this. <laughs> I gave them up. I was like, absolutely not. Kidney stones are crazy. Would never wish that. I would not. I, you know what? I would wish that on a man. On a, <laughs> I would wish that on a Fuckers. But, <laughs> but yeah. So I don't drink. A lot. I don't really drink soda. Um, like I said, almost almost like doing Chinese food, which is rare because you can't track that. But whatever. I um, uh, I feel like that needs to go on a shirt. You can't track that. <laughs> Take that how you want it, babes. Take that how you want it. Um, what was I saying? Fuck. It was relevant. You were drinking that. Oh. So yesterday you had a mocha loca, and then you also had a ghost energy drink, and like on top of drinking diet soda all day. That's where we were. I need you in my life every second of every day. <laughs> that only happens sometimes because I'm also very much like I have no idea what I was just saying, but I only remember that. I have no, don't know why. I remember small random things. But um, I don't. So like I, if my, if I'm all flared up, um, I get the dry mouth part of it, and so the bubbles in soda like help me feel like my mouth. Like it help, it really does help me salivate, and it helps me feel like my mouth is like has saliva in it longer. Mm-hmm. So, um, I constantly have a diet soda on me, and I tr- like I really do. I try, especially at work. Um, the water dispenser thing is like right there, but and I know this sounds so stupid, but if it doesn't have bubbles in it, I don't feel like it helps me. And I don't like spicy water. So we I'm glad you call it spicy water. I also don't like spicy water. It's it fucks with me. I don't know. I'm not a fan. No. 
Mm-mm. And I don't like LaCroix. We've been, I've been over this on the podcast before. I think it tastes like you rinse fruit over the sink and then drink the water. Yeah. I, I can't, my, my friend who's sober and honestly, um, it's funny. I'm also sober. I'm just not, I'm not like really like out there about it. Cause it, I didn't, anyways, it didn't matter, but she's super like, she drinks bubbly and stuff like that because it kind of helps her. Um, and I'm like, Hey, like, you have anything to drink? And she's like, Oh yeah, I have a, like, I don't want that shitty water. I'm like, yeah. I will drink water out of a sink, which sounds crazy. But I will drink water out of the tap before I drink that disgusting fizzy water. I'm I no, literally saying that's yeah, cannot. Mm-mm. No bubbly water for me. He's a ten, but he drinks Lacroix. Ooh, man, he's a. That's seven. all he has in his house. Oh no, because like. <laughs> Because let me be honest, Q, if I'm swallowing, I need a chaser. And I ain't chasing it with spicy water. Um, So he is five. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to cut it there. Now let me tell you that there is still 45 minutes of me and Val talking and spilling the tea and going on tangents. But some of it's just too juicy for the internet. And a lot of you couldn't handle it. You can barely handle hot sauce on your tacos, let alone handle the hot piping hot tea that me and Val dished out um, after I pressed stop on where I did for this. I I loved just hanging out with Val and honestly I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to talk to her again. She'll for sure be back on the episode on the episode on the podcast. Y'all I have got to go to bed for realsies. I have to be up in like five hours and you know how I am about my sleep (laughs) and I promise I'm not going to do this to myself next week. That's a lot. Yeah, no, I won't. I will have next week's episode done before Friday even gets here because I'm going to be out of town next weekend. Um, Now, let me tell you, next week episode is deep. It is deep. It is serious. I let someone that I really admire and really look up to um, get on here and tell her story and it involves a lot of very just vulnerable conversations. Let me just, if you're not mature enough to handle those things, this is not the episode for you. I, there's going to be a big, huge trigger warning that goes out because a lot of very, very sensitive subjects are touched on. However, if you feel that hearing other people's story is something that helps you let me tell you that next week is really something that you should turn into, tune into. Um, I am absolutely in awe of this woman. I already was. I already, like I said, I looked up to her and admired her, but it's a whole new perspective on her and I, I love her and I'm so grateful that she used my podcast as a place to open up and to share her story. So again, it's deep, it's vulnerable, it's very serious. And so, um, but it's so, it's going to be so helpful. And I think it's going to be an eye opener for a lot of people. So don't miss that. Okay. Be here for it. And that's it. That's all I've got. I, I love you. I love you with all of my heart. And I think that you're amazing. And you know what our theme is here to my Kings, my Queens, and my everything in betweens. You are the fucking main character of this show. And if you aren't acting like it, it's time to start acting like it. Okay. Step into your main character role and make this coming week your bitch. Okay. You hear me? I know you do because you're listening right now. Okay. I love you. 
what did I say? Make this week your bitch, all right? I'll see you guys next week.